0: Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Lenten Witness Project. Thanks so much for listening in today, and we do hope that through these stories of God's presence, you will be better able to see God in your daily life. Now, please enjoy Scott's story. Hi, this is Scott, and I wanted to share with you my story on how I came to know the Lord. I've always believed in God or in some type of a greater power. I uh, sure didn't always call that power Jesus, though. Grew up, um, mostly down in Colorado Springs, in a, the family had two older sisters, mom and dad. We were, I guess you'd call it a Christian family, but I wouldn't say we were really practicing Christians. We did go to a first Christian church, and I was baptized when I was 11, because that's kind of what you did when you turned to be 11 years old and went to that church. Didn't think too much about my religion, it really wasn't talked about too much in the family. And then um, when I was uh, 13, Dad became very, very sick uh, with colon cancer. And from 13 to 14, I never have prayed so hard, I think, in my life before or since, praying that God would not take my dad. Well, when I was not 15, Dad did die. And at that time, I decided that God is still around, but that he's out there wherever there is someplace. And we're down here wherever here is. And there's just not simply any interaction. It just doesn't exist. So I kind of began to think that Christianity was just one of maybe many ways to get to talk to or understand whatever God is. But uh, Christianity wasn't really what I believed in anymore. As I uh, kind of got into college, though, I began searching an awful lot and I fell in love with a uh, a lady who was a very strong Christian. And why, probably what drew me to her was because of her Christian beliefs. And I talked to her a lot and why did she believe the way she did? And she had told me about a relationship with Christ. And that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I was still very interested in what this relationship thing meant. We broke up and then in my sophomore year, Became very good friends with a gentleman who's right next door to me, and he, had, we did a lot of hiking and climbing together, and good, good friends. He shared with me his faith as well, and then towards the end of my sophomore year, a gentleman with Campus Crusade, uh, by the name of Josh McDowell, came on campus, and he gave his presentation, and I listened to that, and I thought it was kind of interesting, things I'd heard before. He had A little card we could check if you want to have follow-up, and I thought, sure, why not. So these guys, uh, a few days later, show up my at my dorm room, and they start following up with me on Christ, and kind of got to know me. Kind of where things became really quite the turnaround was after we kind of got to know each other. They said, "Okay, well, Scott, you believe in an almighty power or something else that's out there, right?" And I said, "Yeah, I, I do. I think you know whatever is out there had to be created. I think there had to be a some." Greater intelligence. I said, okay. I said, we'll call that God. I said, yeah, I think that's God. So, well, do you think that God is perfect? And boy, that one kind of set me back because I never thought about God or there's power in that type of light before. So I thought about it a while and said, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I'd kind of hate to think that the power that created everything might screw up. So, yeah, I guess so. I think God's power must be perfect. It's okay. Well, Scott, do you think you're perfect? And I just laugh. So well, obviously not. You know, for all the things I've screwed up and the things, different things I've done or hadn't done. And so that's why Christ came, to forgive you of those imperfections, what the Bible calls sin. That's why Christ died for you to take on those imperfections, so that you could be with God the Father after you died. You would no longer be imperfect. You would be perfect in God's eyes. And that really kind of got me thinking pretty hard on, well, suddenly, maybe there is something more to Christianity than just these other religions. Why was there Christ? Why was this necessary? So we kind of got talking about, well, so how good do you have to be? I mean, there's Mother Teresa, there's, you know, the rapist, what, and you're saying that everybody has fallen short. So Mike, how good do you have to be? They gave me another example or another story that meant a lot to me. So imagine you're in a swimming race. Everybody jumps in on Hawaii and you gotta swim to California. So some people they barely make it off the coast and they start to drown. And here comes a boat and they pick them up out of the ocean and they put them in the boat. Others make it halfway across before they finally cramp up and just can't swim another stroke. Here again, the boat comes, picks them up out of the water, and now they're they're saved. There might be one or two that can finally get to the sea where the shore is right off, just right in front of them. They're right really close to going to California. But they are totally, totally spent, and they start to drown. The boat comes and picks them up out of the water. The thing is, had you started from the beginning or from the end, if it hadn't been for that boat, if it hadn't been for Christ picking you up out of the water, you would would still not have made it. You would have died. That's what Christ did for us. So I think it's probably right around that time then I went to bed that night and I remember praying, looking up at the ceiling tiles because I was in the upper bunk and just saying, God, these guys, the girlfriend I had, my buddy next door, they've got something that I don't have. I want that, whatever that is. And if that's Christ, then that's what I want in my life. And I kind of rolled over and went to sleep, and there were no fireworks went off, there was no anything. But the next morning I got out my Bible well, I was by myself and I started reading the book of John, where we'd been with these crusade guys. And suddenly the words that I was reading no longer were just words in a book. These words were talking about me, and they applied to my life directly. The Bible came to life. And that day I realized, maybe not maybe not quite that day, but I realized looking back at it, my life completely changed. I came to know Christ, and at that time I was about 20 years old. And ever since then, I'm now 58, my life has been completely changed by it. Thank you, Scott. This concludes today's episode of the Lenten Witness Project. Check back in tomorrow for a fresh story of God's presence in each of our daily lives. Until then, let's all go be the love, the hope, and the comfort of Jesus Christ in our world. Thanks be to God.